Today on the Pro-Life Podcast, we're talking about what Roe's reversal will mean for hookup culture and what comes next for the pro-life movement. Let's get started. Hey everybody, happy Tuesday. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. We recorded this episode before the holiday. And since then, we've had some really big news. The Texas Supreme Court ruled just on Friday night that our Roe v. Wade bans on abortion uh, before Roe v. Wade are in effect and abortionists who kill preborn babies today can face criminal penalties. So I wanted to come and explain a little bit of that to you. Make sure that you are aware. If you wanna read more, go to texasrighttolife.com. Otherwise, we're gonna hop into this episode and we're gonna start talking about what comes after Roe v. Wade. Happy Tuesday, pro-life family. Welcome to the table. I hope you had a great 4th of July weekend. Happy birthday, America. So you may wonder why we're all wearing t-shirts today. Oh, I hadn't noticed. You hadn't? Wow. Because oh, we're all wearing these cool shirts because they're on our store. Yeah, you get this stuff on our store. It's really awesome. It's back up and running. Yay. Yeah. I love wearing our Texas Right to Life uh, merch. And Alex, uh, you had a little adventure on the day that Roe was overturned wearing some Texas Right to Life swag around town. Yes, I did. Um, I may have gotten yelled at trying to go across the street and get some pizza. <gasps> really? Yeah. I did not know <laughs> Dang. Poor Alex. Alex is one of our interns this summer. We have a whole bunch here. And uh, so on the podcast today, she's going to be our resident Gen Z expert, uh, the youngins, and talking about some of their reactions to uh, Roe being The irony overturned. of you calling her the youngins. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go yes. for that? Okay, she she is representing the youngins. Okay, okay I can say that. <laughs> it's better than I call them the kids, so that's better than that. That's true. <laughs> Close enough. That. Close enough. Ageist. <laughs> Well, I guess I didn't get, I, I didn't read the chat closely enough because I'm not wearing a shirt that's available on our store. Um, I just thought we were going casual Friday, so. Close enough. Here we go. Close enough. Close enough. Well, you're wearing a cool official jacket, mm -hmm. so that's nice. There you go. So we have these uh, liberal district attorneys all across Texas who know that preborn children are being actively killed here in their communities and they're not doing anything about it. And so that's why um, what's coming after Roe, you know, we have our three-pronged strategy of making sure that we enforce our laws and hold abortionists accountable. If, you know, we look at the Texas Heartbeat Act and how that authorizes private citizens to sue abortionists to break the law um, after the baby's heartbeat is detected, let's apply that to all abortions now because we have already proven within this first week plus of Roe being overturned that we cannot rely on liberal district attorneys to hold abortionists accountable. These guys Absolutely. are bought and play, paid for by Planned Parenthood. Absolutely, and that's been our message since for the past 18 months, add civil enforcement to all of our pro-life laws so that we mirror, we saw the success with that in the Heartbeat Act. Um, you could just read the tea leaves and know that that was, would, would be helpful. And so one of the ways, especially people who think that mistakenly, they don't understand the effect of Roe, it's no, it doesn't mean there's a magic wand and abortion is right. no more. It is that now we now our laws are enforceable. We just have to figure out how to enforce them. Right. 
Yeah, and that's, you know, part of it. Remember, the issue goes back to the state, so we still have to be on defense, too, that Planned Parenthood is going to spend millions in elections now to try to turn more states blue and allow abortions. Mm-hmm. We have to be on the defense for that and making sure we have the right people in office. And the right Republicans, because they're not going to be coming trying to put Democrats in. I'm just... Yeah, yeah. We don't need any Trojan horses. Mm-hmm. And so... we got enough of those on the Republican side. Yeah, yeah. It's no good. So we have to make sure that we're enforcing our laws, expanding that private enforcement, holding abortionists accountable. That's the first piece of our agenda after Roe. Second piece is supporting pregnant women. Like once our laws are fully and truly enforced, we're going to save 140 babies a day from abortion. Like that's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. So we have, you know, pregnancy centers all across Texas and every community in Texas is the Alternatives to Abortion program that helps pregnancy centers, maternity homes, adoption agencies. And so once we save these children from abortion, it's like, you know, this is the pro-choice argument that they say is like, okay, you ended abortion. Bye. Have a nice life. Like, no, that's not what we do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was told by so many people like, oh, you know, congratulations, you're out of a job now because, you know, Roe's over. And it's like, no, like, we still have a lot to do. Yeah. Like, my, my job's not done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to party today. It's <laughs> yeah. awesome. But, yeah, tomorrow we go back to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there is, there, have y'all seen that piece from, like, the Gospel Coalition or something um, where they were really just, like, chastising the pro-life movement because they were saying, don't celebrate Roe being overturned. We have so many pregnant women to help and, you know, you guys just aren't doing the job. And I, yeah, it was shocking. That's joyous to be able to help. Yes. We should be celebrating the opportunity to help. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very weird. Woke churches. Not, oh, so sad. We have pregnant moms. Yeah. That's terrible. Darn. Right. (sighs) Okay. It's an opportunity to help. And, you know, we can do both. We can celebrate that it will be illegal in many states to kill children. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's a good thing. (laughs) That's a big victory. And we can help the women, you know, do both things. So, you know, we talked about holding abortionists accountable. We talked about uh, supporting pregnant women. And if you really want like a big deep dive on our agenda to support pregnant women, go back to, um, oh man, I can't remember the episode. It's, um, I want to say episode 12 with what happens, what comes after Roe with Dr. John Siegel. And he spells that out. Like it's a really awesome and thorough agenda. And then the uh, third thing is to protect Texas patients. You know, there's still laws in Texas that say it's legal to withdraw life-sustaining treatment against a patient's will um, with just a 10-day notice and putting a countdown on a patient's life. And that is a direct attack on the right to life. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just the laws. That we, We've got a culture, the same culture of death, that life is not valuable and that some people's lives are worth more. Some people have uh, more power over others that led us to being okay as a culture and legally with this notion of killing children in their mother's womb, that is being, we see that in the delivery of healthcare for people with disabilities, people who are older, um, people who are just going through a really, they're they're very ill, right? Very, very sick for that, that time period. And uh, that, that is really, um, we, we will be, 
we're just putting blindfolds over our eyes if we think that euthanasia and physician-assisted suicide is not coming. They're already here. They're just in different words um, in order to get us more comfortable with the idea. And we have to be very vigilant uh, in in rooting that out, identifying it, and providing other options. Yeah, just two years ago, you were talking about that terrible, insane quality of life ethic. Just two years ago around this time, we had a case from Austin where there was a quadriplegic man. This was a black man during the BLM riots and everything where we had this really big awareness of, um, you know, discrimination. And the hospital said to this man's wife, in terms of a quality of life, he doesn't have one. And that hospital with um, a court and this whole mess of guardianship and stuff, that hospital took away his life-sustaining treatment and he passed away against his wife's will. Um, and he was awake and conscious and blowing kisses to her over the phone. Go to our YouTube channel and search for Michael Hickson. It is a shocking video of well, just hearing this doctor's voice saying in terms of quality of life, he doesn't have one. Yeah, we'll link in the description. It was, it was a pretty rough case. Yeah. And so that's what we have to fight because that doesn't go away. You know, yeah. evil is everywhere. Yeah, uh, a, a, through a series of legal events, that decision was taken away from his wife and yeah. another person and not related to him. And the physician was able to make that decision that ended his life. Yep. It's mm. bad news. Well, on that note, I would really like to know what happened at the pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my friend and I were, um, we were walking across the street um, to go get some pizza. And I, I forgot that I had a pro-life shirt on. Like, I didn't really think much of it. Like, I don't really, you know, recognize that. I wasn't wearing a pro-life shirt on purpose for, like, that day. Um, and we were walking across the street, and this guy, like, drives by really fast. And he just, like, was yelling at us, like, something yelling at us, like, something about hating women or something and like we didn't wait 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 a guy is yelling at you (laughs) a woman that you hate women yeah you just needed a man to explain it to you exactly i didn't i didn't know all these years (laughs) what was it internalized misogyny or something they call it yes Okay, yeah. so you're across oh, the street. Yeah. He's yelling at you. Oh, my gosh. And at first, I didn't catch it because I was like, why did that guy just yell? Like, I'm just crossing the street. Like, you know, I can go. I can cross the street. <laughs> and so and then it hit me. Yeah, apparently. And so then I realized, like, no offense, the back of my shirt had huge, like, pro-life. Like, it was so big. And I was like, yeah, that's probably why. That could be wow. it. Dang. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's one of the craziest things I think right now is like all of these uh, woke men trying to explain to pro-life women that we are really misogynists. It's like, I don't think that's how this works. I, mean, I guess that's why everyone is so confused about what is a woman. I mean, because you apparently you're only a woman if you have certain right certain beliefs and could I, be. I might be why they're confused. Yep. Right. Or yep. how they call Amy Coney Barrett uh, a handmaiden. And it's like, I remember the day when it was celebrated that like women rise to, you know, big places of esteem and everything, that this is a great sign mm-hmm. for gender equality. But when Amy Coney Barrett does it, she's a handmaiden. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's nuts. you know, they, they call themselves feminist and then they don't support women unless they 
believe yeah. what they And instead believe. they yell at them. And it's yeah. like, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's... Like, what is Amy Hooney? But she has, what, five kids? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Oh my gosh, if someone who, a woman who is successful and professional and, and by the world's definition of success and professional, literally at the, you cannot go any higher in American right. As a lawyer, legal field. Like, you cannot. And top. she has five kids. I but think it's seven actually. Seven. Okay. Because yeah. there's some okay. adopted kids. Yeah. Or, right, yeah. right. She's got seven kids. seven kids. That should be celebrated. The person yeah. who being able to have it all, but it's like you, you they want us to believe that you actually can't. Right. Oh, but you, you can't be feminist unless you believe what you're told. Right. Mm-hmm. That is what they say now, which Apparently. I'm pretty sure the first wave feminists would have some <laughs> something to say yes. about this. Yes. So yes, it's so weird. We've lost all sanity. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it. Yep. Speaking of losing sanity, um, we're going to take a quick break. And then after that, we're going to listen to insa- some insanity from celebrities and crazy people are our Gen Z representative is going to react. Save the date for Boots on the Ground. It's an awesome pro-life conference coming up January 28th and 29th. Come to Austin, Texas with us to march to the Capitol, to celebrate the end of Roe v. Wade, to commemorate Roe v. Wade, and to learn from expert pro-life speakers on how to keep Texas pro-life forever. Come to Austin with us and hear from Ryan Bomberger, our keynote speaker who shares his personal story, and so much more. Book your tickets today, bootsonthegroundtx.com. See you in January. The Supreme Court just overturned Roe v. Wade. This is a historic moment. Now we have a bold, groundbreaking agenda for the next steps. First, we have to enforce our laws and make sure liberal district attorneys don't give abortionists a free pass. Second, we need to expand the life-saving alternatives to abortion program. And third, we need to save hospital patients. Do you believe in this vision? Go to texasrighttolife.com stand to donate now and save lives. Welcome back, friends. So I'm joined, as always, by my friends, Kim and Emily. And also Alex, the intern today, is joining us, representing the Gen Z circle um, for our reactions to this crazy, crazy world we live in. There were some interesting things over the last few days in the TikToks and the YouTubes and all the other Insta thingies. Um, not my brain went Instapot, and that's not oh. that's another thing entirely. Well, how does what does your Instapot <laughs> say about overturning Roe? <laughs> I don't that's know. What we a, need to I, know. Got the, I got the wife the fancy one, so maybe oh, it has some thoughts on it. I don't know. Alex, Alex intern. What is Gen Z saying about overturning Roe? A lot of a lot of anger. There's a lot of anger from the majority of Gen Z. Um, yeah, a lot of celebrities. I think I was like really surprised just how many, I, mean, I don't know why I should be, but right. I was just surprised about how many of them kind of like, you know, had a lot to say and were very strong with their mm-hmm. hate. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one celebrity specific, um, Olivia Rodrigo, and at her concert, Wait, she... do y'all know who Olivia Rodrigo I, is? Okay, I was, Emily okay, is shaking okay. her head. I was looking for content to talk about for this episode mm-hmm. and happened to see the one that you mentioned. So, yes, I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I thought it was the SVU about. Lawn Order so, Lady, but that's her character name. She's a singer slash yeah, Disney yeah. actor kid mm-hmm. that's she's on High School Musical, the series. The reboot, not the okay. original. Not the, yeah, because the Don't original know. ones are actually good uh, well, well no those folks are almost well they're yeah. y'all's age. yeah so 
Anyways. Anyways, yeah. Well, to be fair, like I'm bad with celebrities anyways, not just Gen Z celebrities. Like I didn't know that Patrick Swayze was dead or who was the other one? There was, yeah. Bruce um, Lee, is he dead? I don't know. See, we're just... For like 50 years, Okay, Cam. see, yes. now we know. Now we know. Okay, well, it's, who are the alive celebrities who are commenting on this? <laughs> I, I'm not good at celebrities. I just know her name okay. because her songs are super popular. It's true. Um, they are. But at her concert, she invited this other singer. Her name's Lily Allen. And she has a song that's really popular right now called, like, F.U. And so she... invited her she invited her on to the stage and before they started the song she said that she um was dedicating this song to um the supreme court justices who overturned roe and she said that she was really devastated because now like millions of women and girls are going to die because of this and um she said like she said i hate i hate you like to the Supreme Court judges and um, she like listed off their names and said like this song is for you and then they sang the whole song and they I mean they had so many people in the audience just just cheering and it was it was just kind of crazy. Sounds (laughs) like like mass indoctrination. Well I don't understand the whole celebrity infatuation with abortion because of all the people anybody who could have children and have a successful career Mm -hmm. they could. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, they have mm-hmm. literally every resource you could ever mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. Yeah. What is the deal? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, why is the hatred so... Also, they're in California. They can still have all the abortions yeah. that they want in California. Unfortunately. Right. That's true. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't it's, get it. It's yeah. nonsense. We I live think, in clown world. I think at the heart of it is this overarching worldview that the worldly things will make you happy. Like you mm. see, you already see that outside of abortion, all of these celebrities will say, will like basically sell their souls, um, taking part in the biggest debauchery. You know, they have all the money in the world and yet they're still unhappy. Like Tom Brady has won how many Super Bowls? And he talked about in a couple of interviews that, you know, he's still unhappy. He's still mm. miserable. And Michael Jordan, same thing. He's he said the exact same thing. Wow. And people sacrifice so much thinking, like, if I get to that point, I'll be happy. Like, people have abortions thinking, you know, my career, I can't get pregnant because of my career. So they sacrifice their child literally for their career. And then even the people who get to the highest points of our society are still unhappy at that point. But take the flip side of it, like, parents, you know, being a parent is one of the most fulfilling things, probably the most fulfilling thing of the entire human experience. And so it's just this worldly idea that even for celebrities, that they're just so bought into this, that, you know, we have our religion of success. And so we have to sacrifice children. We have to worship the sacrament of abortion in order to keep that going. And so like these celebrities like Olivia Rodrigo, where, you know, you think like, yes, if if anybody could successfully like have her career and raise a child, it would be somebody like this who has all the means in the world. But it's the bigger picture. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. There's just so many people coming on and just mis- misinformation mm-hmm. about how, you know, women are going to be doing back at, um, alley abortions and they're going to, you know, be dying and, and 
you know, you can't even go to the hospital anymore because they can't give like treat you for a miscarriage or ectopic pregnancies or all of this. And it's crazy. And we talked about that last week, too, about all this misinformation about um, ectopic pregnancy and how abortion uh, is not used to treat medical illnesses that you often think of. But even in the cases like abortion is not used to treat miscarriage. But even in the cases where a woman's life is at risk, abortion is legal and is, um, you know, that's in every pro-life law, especially in Texas, that say that if the woman's physical life is in danger, that abortion can be used in that situation if, you know, especially if you're going, thinking about the life of the child or the life of the mother. But but it's not the, even usually an abortion procedure yes. that's nope. used. It's yes. just people no. just think that's what it is. But Right. They think the only options, the only outcomes possible are either delivery of a healthy baby or an abortion when there's all this other, all these other things. And so go back to that episode. But they don't realize, somebody pointed out to me that all of these fear tactics, if there is a woman who's actually having a miscarriage or an ectopic pregnancy, because of all of this rhetoric from the abortion industry, these women who actually need care might not go to the hospital mm -hmm. because they are thinking like, oh, this is an abortion and I'm against abortion. Or they're thinking um, I might be you know, prosecuted or something like that because you know, they're saying that women are going to be jailed and they're saying that uh, miscarriage treatment is an abortion. That is not true. And the real world implications is that women could actually have uh, adverse, make adverse medical decisions because of this dangerous rhetoric. And I'm tired of hearing this. Well, doctors are going to be confused. Well, doctors don't know. And I've heard it from some nurses too. Well, we, you know, that people are on our floor are just confused. And then I get emails from the American Medical Association decrying the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Stop politicizing this issue. And why instead spend your hundreds of millions of dollars in educating, get your lawyers Ooh. and your doctors together and make sure that your practitioners understand what an abortion is and is not and what treatment options they can offer their patients. That seems like a much better idea. And I have, and until they do that, I, I don't want to hear a, a tear for, oh, but the doctors are confused. No, they just need to put go the resources. Go tell the American Medical Association that. Just go tell them. Sounds like a fairly simple email. Right. You would think this. One of my favorite reactions from all of this, though, is from Insider.com. And this was trending on Twitter last week, and it just made my heart jump. It says, Gen Z reconsiders sex in the wake of a post-Roe world. And it goes on and on talking about how uh, hookup culture is going to be decimated because women in red states will not have access to abortion anymore. Wow. And I'm like, darn, darn, I say. <laughs> what are we going to do? I don't yeah. know. This is horrible. I'm or, devastated. Did y'all see Kamala Harris's interview about the road? Have y'all seen that? No. Okay. Oh, in I, an think, interview, I think I heard about that. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. So in an interview with CNN, uh, the reporter asked her, like, what are the implications of Roe being overturned? And she said, this affects everyone. First of all, if you're the parent of sons, think about what that means for your sons. What does that mean? <laughs> it means they're going to have to be responsible. Right. Oh, darn. If you go and objectify women, there's going to be 
consequences to your actions. Like I keep saying, oh, play darn. adult games, win adult prizes. Yes. Oh, that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> yep. Huh. Yep. So that's keep the that great one mind. Back on my head for yeah, yeah. You, you got a couple sons. So, Interesting. Yeah. That's the great mind of our vice president, <laughs> who's like, "Oh darn, son, this is such a shame. I have bad news for you. You can't go around objectifying women. I know it hurts me too. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Sorry. Now you're gonna have to grow up responsible. Oh, <laughs> Weird. Maybe live Weird. in a yeah. an adult lifestyle instead of like eating hot pockets and <laughs> playing video games. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> darn. Oh, no. Oh, my god. I did I did laugh pretty hard at the one that was like, oh, now guns have more rights than women. Oh, it's I like, saw something. Oh, really? That. What? So, I was like, I wasn't aware women we weren't allowed eight. in sporting events now. What? What do we do? You have three or four women Supreme Court justices right now? Uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson, Amy Cody Barrett. Sotomayor Sonia. and Kagan. Yeah. So we got four. four. We've got the vice president of the United States is a uh-huh. woman. Is Nancy Pelosi still Speaker of the House? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I changed. I mean, a little okay. while longer. Okay. Yeah. Um, really? That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, it is ridiculous. Yes. Especially- Apparently now we're going to have to file a, you know, $200 tax stamp and up to a year waiting period to own a woman. And, yeah. and get a license to be a woman now yes, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Also, women are not allowed in polling places or schools or bars. <laughs> Mandatory background checks, etc. Yes, yes. yes. And Man. then, God forbid, all those terrible ghost women running around. <laughs> it's such a tragedy. Dang. You gotta watch out for the ghost women. You They're the ones. You have to watch out for those ghost women. <laughs> They're the real dangerous ones. Yep, yep. So, those are how we women have fewer rights than guns now, I guess, you know. Yes. It, Sorry, guys. No, no, that's not how that works. Go look up actual <laughs> gun laws if you want to make that argument. Uh, but going back to like all of these people who are saying like, okay, well now we're gonna have a sex strike so that, because we can't have mm. abortions, and we're just like, so you Good. do know? So yeah. we're gonna make babies, right? In relationships where right. people can support them mm, and what? stay home Whoa. and raise your children together mm. and be involved parents and not have fatherlessness and what? What? Wow. That's a wow. good idea, Emily. No one's ever thought of that. <laughs> the pro-life movement crazy. is very devastated. Wow. By yes. <laughs> Darn. Darn. Yeah, I mean, the pro-life movement just devastated, devastated <laughs> with the end of hookup culture. You know what? You know, we just need to make sure that if we don't have abortion, we only pursue committed relationships where we acknowledge there could be a child from this relationship who we would have to raise the child with this man. We're just gonna have to be really aware of that. And I don't think anyone's ever thought of that before. I, for one, am devastated that my (laughs) daughter will become a teenager at the death of hookup culture. Yes, (laughs) cheers to that. I can't even attempt to say a straight face about that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it just shows. But you know what the other important piece of this argument is that they don't realize is that up until this moment, people said the pro-abortion side said two things. First of all, they said that banning abortion will not stop abortions. So by admitting that this ruling is going to have an effect and by saying like, oh, women aren't going to be able to have abortions. They have to stop uh, hookup culture and everything. They're admitting Banning abortions actually does stop abortions, which is what we want. And then the second thing that they're admitting is before this, you know, it was a big sin to say, like, people use abortion as birth control. 
that was always debunked. Uh, they always tried to say that it was debunked. Mm. They always said yep. like, oh no, it's only in really emergency. tragic oh, emergency situations. Yes. Real, real serious. But now the actual reaction is proving that yes, abortion is often used as a means of birth control. And yes, banning abortion actually does stop abortion. So all of the people who are saying these things right now, do not let them forget and go back to those talking points. You know, this brings me back to one of the my first discussions about abortion with someone. I was in high school, I was the drum major, and one of my, we were probably 17 at that point, comes to me and says, she like tells me she'd had like seven abortions. Oh we my were gosh. teenagers, okay? And she was telling me how our local, um, our, our local hospital was Cleveland Regional Medical Center at the time. It's not there anymore, but they were doing abortions. And in our little, and she was telling me how it's like, it was like a suction, like a vacuum would suction out, you know, it's like astonish. My point is, had she been stayed pregnant and given birth, the situation that she was in, teachers would have, no one knew, right? Wow. So teachers, counselors, mm. there would have been someone that, that would have been proof something is going on. This girl is in an unsafe environment mm -hmm. and we need to get her out of that. Yeah. That's what it would happen. But it was all covered up because she kept being taken to have abortions. Dang. Yeah. That's so tragic. And that's one of the things that we talked about of actually being able to minister to those women, especially, you know, if they're in a bad situation, whether yep. that is, um, you know, teen being abused, whether that is um, a maybe girl in college whose parents are kicking her out. There's all kinds of situations where, yes, people can, women can find themselves in difficult circumstances and being pregnant in that. And abortion doesn't solve any of those difficult circumstances. We can actually do more for the good of that woman and society as a whole, our community as a whole, by doing, by ministering to them and treating and solving those actual other problems and foster the life of that new child. Yep. I had seen, um, I was watching YouTube videos on clips um, once Roe was overturned when they were like interviewing the women that worked in abortion clinics and like how they felt about all this. And it was crazy to see that they were all like, you know, the women were all like, oh, we're so devastated. And one lady said, um, I got a call from a young girl and, you know, she she needed an abortion and I had to turn her away and she was in an abusive relationship and I just have to tell her to be strong and, you know, stay there. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't you get her help? Yeah. You know, like if she's in an abusive relationship, why are you going to turn her back in? Oh yeah. my God. And so was, we have a lot of work to do. Mm -hmm. A lot. Well, we do have a lot of work ahead of us, obviously. The woke mob is still out there and still raging. But hey, you can you can get one of our shirts. Store.texasrighttolife.com. Use code podcast. It'll get you a discount. And you can get yelled out on the street, too. Ooh. So until next week, guys, give us those awesome ratings, reviews, shares, likes, hearts, subscribes, the bells, all those goofy things that they tell you to do at the end of these videos. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.